Welcome back to The Lawyer You Know, and today we answer the question, are the increased and extended unemployment benefits ruining this country, or do we need them to continue building toward the future? Hi, I'm Peter Tragos, host of The Lawyer You Know podcast and YouTube channel. The saying goes, everyone hates lawyers until you need one. Well, I'm here when you need one to answer your questions and give you insight that you didn't know you needed. Before we get into these unemployment benefits, make sure you subscribe to our page and like this video so you don't miss any of the content we're bringing out. And if you want to hear how your rights are affected for any of these ever-changing laws in the post-COVID world, make sure you leave a comment so we can get to that video and make sure you hit the bell after you subscribe so you get alerted when a new video comes out. So Pete, the question we're hearing from all the news pundits, especially depending on what side of the aisle you stand on, is these increased unemployment benefits are ruining our country. Every lazy person is sitting at home and just collecting this big fat check and nobody wants to work anymore and we need to get rid of them. And then you hear from the other side, people have no ability to work. They're still scared to go out because of COVID, the new variant. They don't want to work. They want to sit at home. They should have that right to do so. They can't find childcare. They have all sorts of issues they're still dealing with in a post-COVID world. We need to not only continue these benefits, but increase them and extend them. What do you think, where do we start in this type of a topic? I mean, this is basically a dog chasing its tail. Uh, the reality is there are people that are absolutely taking advantage of the system. They're taking the additional $300 a week on their, um, you know, on their unemployment, unemployment and sitting at home and doing nothing because it's better than going to work. On the back end though, those people are gonna wind up screwing themselves in the long run in my opinion because all of the jobs that are viable are gonna be filled by people that actually want to work. And I think employers are realizing who wants to work and who doesn't. From an employer's perspective, this is terrible because if you've been to any restaurant, there's a shortage of staff. If you've been just looking to, to the mall, to, to, the mall, to the mall, anywhere, any of these places where I would suggest yeah, you are you know, service wanted. related, everybody's got problems yeah. looking and filling uh, you know, vacancies. There are, there are a few facts that are undeniable. If you have gone to restaurants or gone to the mall, like we've said, you see help is wanted. We've talked to some mom and pop owners of restaurants, some nice restaurants even, where they say we can't get help because we can't pay what we used to pay our staff plus $300 a week to everybody, we just can't afford that, right? right? And that's true, that's a fact, right? Fact number two, like Pete said, there are people that take advantage of the system, there always will be, but fact number three is also important. There are people that absolutely still need this assistance, yep. right? So there's got to be a better way. What does that better way look like? I don't know. If Washington knew, my guess is they would try to implement it. But we can't have a system where you make more money not working than you do working. We've got to have a better system of where you can kind of sift through who needs these benefits and who doesn't. Now, there are some states like Oklahoma, New Hampshire, Arizona, Montana, who actually have bonuses for people who were put out of work because of COVID and now are getting a job again. I love that idea personally, so that if you go back to work, you can get up to a $2,000 check from the government if you've kept that job for more than 10 weeks, I think it is. Perfect. So if you get a steady job and you keep that job, they're now paying you extra as the government to go back to work. Yeah. And I think that is a great benefit and boost to that, but there are some people that can't. There was an article about a lady who got in a car accident that had COVID and just can't get a job and needs those unemployment benefits to live. There are people that are still legitimately scared of COVID and the Delta variant, don't want to send their kids back to school so their kids are going to be home and they've got to homeschool their kids now. What are they supposed to do? This unemployment benefit helps them. So what laws are in place? What protections are in place around this whole entire unemployment situation that people can look to for guidance? All right. Let's just make sure we understand unemployment's not going away. 
Uh, what's happening is the $300 additional weekly kicker expires in uh, in September. I think it's September 6th is the actual It's already day. gone in some states. It's going to be gone in others. And it's kind of a state-by-state -state thing. Right. Florida, it's done. It's over. It doesn't Correct. exist anymore. So at this point, if you're in a posture where you're not working, now you really got to go out there and look for some help. Um, it's not as if you know, you've been cut off at the knees. There are programs that still exist, but you have to qualify for them. You've actually got to go to the state and prove that, look, I've been, I'm sick or I'm, you know, I need a long-term unemployment solution that is beyond this $300 a week. If you don't have that and you just want to stay home and collect the 300 bucks, you're screwed. Yeah. So, so it's going to take away, hopefully it gets rid of the people that are working the system, but there's got to be ways for people that need it to continue to get it, right? So there's right. still going to be unemployment. There's still going to be social security disability. And there are still going to be other opportunities post-COVID that they're going to help the people, especially in markets that were really affected by COVID, continue to collect money above and beyond the just normal unemployment. But what we have to get rid of is obviously people making more money, not working and being incentivized to not work versus go to work. And studies have actually shown, and most of the articles I've read and most of the background that I've seen from what's been presented to Congress dealing with this issue is that people do want to work. Generally, people get more fulfillment out of working, not sitting home collecting the check, even if it's less money. So I think that's something that's going to be big for our country too, is continue pushing forward, wanting to work. Only God knows what's going to happen with the Delta variant. But, but the reality also is if you really are not one of these people that's sitting home, wasting your time, uh, you actually do want to go out there and get a job, but you're worried about how the economics work, look around because there's a lot of employers that are doing the same thing they're doing in Oklahoma. They're providing incentive bonuses to people. If you come work here, we'll give you 2000 bucks. Pay for your college tuition, pay for your books, whatever it is that they're offering, as long as you're employed for a certain amount of time. And I'll tell you, that's real money. You shouldn't leave that on the table. And I think that that's kind of how people should work together in, in the world that we're living in now. And if you're able to help people as employers versus employees, and if you're willing to take this type of a deal as an employee, we can all work together in making that happen and making that work because there's never been more remote work than there is right. now. There's never been more collaborative efforts that there are to make the work-life balance work and people dealing with schooling issues and childcare issues. People are a lot more understanding of that now than they were two years ago. It was a totally right. different world when you look at it. Because everybody felt it last year. Right. And, and it did. It hit everybody because everybody was having to homeschool their kids, at least partially. Everyone was having to deal with childcare. Everyone was dealing with the, the economy crashing and dealing with all the misery that came with COVID and the unknown of COVID, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the interesting things about this is how different we talked about the eviction moratorium going away a few videos ago, and now we're talking about unemployment and these things that are so different from state to state. Yeah. Why is that? The way the, the, the federal government is designed to support the state. So what winds up happening is the federal government makes a rule and then the states have to implement how they're going to make that rule happen. So from our perspective in, in this uh, situation, the federal government said we're going to extend or give additions to unemployment benefits. The states themselves are the ones that actually figure out how to make that happen. Uh, in Florida, Governor DeSantis made a decision that this isn't gonna go forward anymore. We're gonna stop doing this. And is it his right to do so? That's a good question because there's actually a class action lawsuit that was brought, uh, I think at the end of June, down in Broward County. And it's a class action that says, Governor, you can't, it's illegal for you to not disperse these government monies because the government has earmarked them for this type of uh, you know type of benefit for the people, 
And so their argument there is the federal government has given you this money to do this and you're using it for something else. Correct. The state argument is it is now counterproductive to the state. We need to stop giving this money away because we can't get people to go back to work. And it's work. part of his executive powers to be able to make right. that decision. So those are kind of the arguments on the two sides. Does he have the executive power to make this decision? Or if funds were originally earmarked for something, do they have to go to that? So I think with federally and kind of nationally it going away, you said in September, mm -hmm. that's going to kind of lean towards DeSantis' side, but we'll see what happens. And really, a lot of it has to do with the politics of your state. That's why local elections are so important. If you don't like what your state is doing when it comes to evictions, if you don't like what your state is doing when it comes to unemployment, that's what those local elections are for. And I have been a proponent of that forever, that your actual local elections are more important than the national elections and the federal elections, but people focus on those national ones so much more. Who your governor in is, I think, is more important than who the president Absolutely. is for how, where you live and how you live. So, I, I mean, that's a really important just public service announcement to go out and vote for what change you want to see in your local community, in your state, and then also in your country, obviously, is important as well. But as far as it goes for unemployment, those added bonuses seem to be going away. What I hope happens is that more people get out there, the unemployment rate goes down, more people are working, we don't see this, we need work in small businesses as much as we've been seeing lately, but also to the people that need it, the government finds a way to help them in some sort right. of process that is specifically geared toward them and not being able to be taken advantage of mm -hmm. like some of the other ones. Yeah, I think the biggest concern that I see is there's a lot of people out there that want to work, but they can't work. And from the uh, employer's perspective, they need employees. So somewhere there's got to be a, a happy medium. What I'm afraid I'm going to see is, not, to, not to, you know, to, to name call, but if you go to McDonald's, they have kiosks now where it used to be human beings. Right. Machines taking over. Because right. that's kind of the next step for these business owners is they've got to make a determination of, am I going to pay X amount of dollars for people that could still leave if, if another unemployment spike goes through with the Delta variant? Or should I just bite the bullet now and pay for a machine to come in and do the job of five people right. basically or whatever it looks like economically for them? Let us know in the comments if you have any stories dealing with this unemployment, enhanced payment or increased payment, anybody in your life that has dealt with it, whether it's on the side of being a business owner trying to find employees, or if you are an employee looking for work and can't find it, how this has affected your life. Because we love to hear the, the dialogue of people that are not in law, not in politics, and how these laws are actually affecting them. So get in the comments and let us know so we can hear what it's like for our community and the people that listen to and follow our videos. But as always, thanks for being with us and we'll be back next time. Thanks for watching this episode of The Lawyer You Know. If you like this content, please share it with your friends. Make sure you subscribe to our page and like our videos. If you want some interaction, get in the comments and we'll be sure to get back to you. If you want to know any more information about our firm or this page, you can find out in the description or visit tragoslaw.com. We post multiple times throughout the week, so make sure you hit that bell so you can get the notification and not miss out on the next episode.